JJ? Yeah. Okay. Um. <clears throat> hello. I'm Brian. Um, that was that was that was an awkward silence. I, well, I, will say I did that. not see. I did not know until I heard the little ding. So oh, yeah, little, little ding. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I was actually downloading apps because the good news is we got approved by other podcasts like Google Podcasts and um, Breaker, some other podcast sites. So which is good. Yeah, it's that's very exciting. I will say that. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, well, we should get started. So I'm Brian. I'm JJ. And this is our second episode of our podcast. And in this topic, we're gonna be talking about safety. Safety. Um well when when I hear the word safety, I think about at least for me, I think about driving. I think about uh like, you know, like you know the, the you know the test that you take you know to get your permit you know how you have to like understand like the safety rules and stuff like you know for driving and everything right right yeah like just the common people know of safety like oh buckle up your seatbelt oh watch yeah. the both sides of the road but and this topic we're focusing on what we are in the most how can I say this what we focus on more. So let's go more head to it with safety, which is sex safety. Oh, okay. We're going that route. All right. Well, I don't have experience. That's what you told me. Um, But yeah, I just, it's, it's a very interesting topic because there's so many pregnant teenagers nowadays teenage moms and stuff and it's you know I, I see a lot of them every time i go to walmart it's always at walmart sometimes i target if i'm lucky but at walmart is where all the teenage moms are at for some reason i don't know why i don't know if it's like a little cult there but it's so it's so common and i'm not sure if that's a good thing i mean what's your opinion on teenage moms like well Oh well, teenage moms. I feel that um, teenage moms. Well, there's a lot of things to think about when it comes to that topic because I I wouldn't say well I would say they should be more careful with it because honestly, being a teen mom is just something that just goes rock bottom because once you're a mom and you did that mistake. Your life is over. Like, you got to start working and pay bills. And, you know, everything you work hard just went down. And your childhood, your teenagehood, anything you could enjoy just just didn't work out because of that one mistake. And that is safety. Yeah, that, that, that that's why safety is such an important thing. Now, if you want to be a teenage mom, go ahead. No one's going to stop you. I mean, it's it's a one-way hole, if you know what I mean. <laughs> it's a one way uh, hole to to, uh, to uh, adulthood, but um, honestly, like if you want to be a teenage mom, go ahead. No one's stopping you. Get a hold of one. Play golf if you want. But honestly, if you're not trying to be a teenage mom, but you want to do, uh, you know, the deed at this young age, make sure you're protected. Like even even if it's um, or you have to use a condom no matter what. It's it's just it's just. It's it's so basic, yet people don't do it. It's it's so basic. It's like 
it's like this pandemic right now how like there's some people that don't wear masks i mean finally the mask mandate is finally lifting but like when covid first wait i don't know i don't know if i'm even allowed to say covid uh whenever the pandemic. i'm just gonna say i i think we can say it all right yeah we can say pan- we can say covid or pandemic okay okay all right covid whenever <clears throat> covid you know shedded its first uh first tear on the first human being and it started spreading you know obviously a couple months later or a couple weeks i don't know how long it took but i think a couple months uh you know the mask mandate started and not a lot of people were doing it for like the first couple months and then you know obviously the charts started going rising and rising and rising and you know it's just wearing a mask is such a basic thing yet no one did it you know and, and it's and it's, and it's the same thing with sex condoms are such a basic thing they're not even that expensive um and i'm a cheap person and for me it's not even that expensive yet people don't want to buy them and i feel like i feel like may one of the reasons i personally believe is that people feel embarrassed when they go to like a supermarket and they take out like from the shelf a box of condoms and they go to the cashier and then they check out but we have self-checkout. But I know that there's some supermarkets that don't have self-checkout. Now, if you want to save yourself the embarrassment, go to a self-checkout. But honestly, I don't think that's really an excuse to not buy embarrassed. Like, it's a normal thing. But I understand why, you know, we would be, you know, not wanting to buy them because of that reason. Would, would you buy a condom in front of the counter then? I mean... If self-checkout wasn't a thing and I had to do it because I I was cuz cuz it's cuz I was going to do the deed that night. Yeah, I would I would do it, you know, if it's I mean, I wouldn't really care. I would just be like There you go. But then again, there's also ways to not prevent that awkwardness. If you buy like a little gift card, like a birthday gift card, and then you buy it with the condoms, then it seems like you're buying the condoms for somebody else. See, but I feel that talking about safety, like with the with the condoms and stuff, I get what you mean. But I feel that people should not like. How can I say this? People nowadays make a big deal about any small thing. Like you said, if you buy a condom, people are just gonna look at you like, "Oh my god, they're gonna have intercourse or some other crap," right? But like, yeah, honestly. Though I don't care what someone's gonna think. Oh, he's buying a condom. Okay, just just go on. Maybe you should just look to you like, okay, is there a problem? Just, <laughs> just, just scan the thing and go on. Yeah, just 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 do it. Also, I might judge- I also wanted to mention what condoms are made out of because I feel like there's some there's also people are allergic to condoms because condoms, at least the male condom, is a fine strong latex rubber sheath, which is available in like sizes and styles um but then there's also condoms from uh polyurethane 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 something like that uh there's also available they're available for people allergic to latex because latex a lot a lot of people are allergic to latex you know like latex gloves some people get you know non-latex gloves so if you are are allergic to latex and that's the reason you're not buying condoms. That's 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 an excuse at that point because there's literally an other version 
of condoms available for you specifically for people allergic to latex so i mean <clears throat> right and i and i understand and also let's talk about the brands because i've seen condoms with different brands and and honestly people, trojan is the best trojan is the best see people might say that but some people say it's directs but i agree with you jj because um i think i believe it's been more in the market than other condoms and trojan has really good advertising yeah. they you know, do it, it's crazy i love the one with the with the peanut butter that was my favorite ah uh, yeah the peanut butter i see i like have you seen the one with the with the sandwich oh yeah yeah that sandwich yeah with the with the extra mayo yeah oh i was that was it, it was it was it, it was good uh, I, I, li- I like their ads. They're fun. They're creative. Not scared to promote a piece of piece of condom. You know, they're, they're not afraid. You know, it's it's such a because it's it's a common thing. It's a con condom thing. Common thing. Condom common thing. thing. Condom thing. Yeah. yeah it, it's it, that's that's what the name is for. It's a condom thing. It's such a basic thing. It's a thing that everybody uses to prevent pregnancy or prevent. Um, STDs and prevent this and that and it's it's necessary it's it's so it's super necessary right and I agree and I'm gonna ask you this JJ do you, would you ever depend on um if your partner is using the pill because I've seen people that I've seen like um I see like people birth I know people yeah birth control the pill okay yeah so I've seen people that they rely on the pill but does it always work uh, so, so my question, my question is, would you rely on on your partners if she's on the pill on um, birth control? Definitely not, and mainly because I know girls that have that have become pregnant, and they were like, "Oh, but I use birth control, so I don't know why I'm pregnant." And fun fact: this person was actually a a, a coworker of mine. I'm not gonna say the place that I work at or anything, but. She was a coworker of mine. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. And uh, she's a pregnant teenager, and she was like, "Oh, I used, I was on birth control, so I don't know why I got pregnant." I'm like, "Did you use condoms?" And she's like, "Nope." And I'm just like, "Well, that's that's the thing. You didn't." And I'm not saying condoms are like the best thing that that's gonna be a hundred percent guarantee. No, nothing's a hundred percent. I don't know if you ever read a bottle of hand sanitizer. It says ninety nine point nine nine percent. Because nothing is a hundred percent. Life isn't a hundred percent. Nothing is a hundred percent. It's everything is ninety nine percent. Nothing's official. Nothing is like you know. It's it's hard to believe in something a hundred percent because it's just it's just not true. Even the vaccine of of COVID isn't a hundred percent. It's it's got a high percentage. Like what was it, like ninety five, ninety? I don't know. But like it's not a hundred. It's not. 100% is 100 but yet we still take it because it's it's better than it's better than nothing it's better than 20 percent. it's better than 50 percent. the close to 100 the more believable it is so yeah and yeah like i agree people would just say like you said the percentage is what matters the most but does it really count because i mean if they say that you're not gonna get pregnant from a birth control then why do teenagers get pregnant then? And then they're just blaming on the pill. But you should just rely more and do more research 
because it's just something we got to do as as teenagers we just don't want to take that risk and another thing is to consider what if she's been with other people and she's been having a STDs and she never told you about it and that is that doesn't go away it just stays there yeah and that's that's not a good thing you know you don't want to mess somebody else's life because you didn't use a condom you're going girl to girl boy to boy whatever gender you're interested in you know you're bouncing back and forth like you know like that pinball game and you like pull the pull the 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 bar and then like the ball goes flying across that's that's literally what it's like and i had this website pulled up and it, it tells me about the effect effectiveness of condoms so supposedly condoms even when used correctly aren't guaranteed a hundred percent like just like what i just said uh, and and for it's not a hundred percent protection against st stis but or unplanned pregnancies um using a condom may still spread an infection if the condom does not fully cover the infected area and for an example infections such as public i mean not public pubic i cannot read pubic lice pubic lice scabies gentle genital warts and herpes are spread by close skin to skin contact condoms provide some protection against the stis but obviously not the full protection because as they do not cover the entire genital skin area. So there's still some exposure. There's still some some skin contact, obviously, because obviously, you know, the hot dog isn't, you know, fully covered with the condom because obviously if it was, then your hot dog would have to have been dislocated because, you know, it's attached to your body. It's not something you can like fully close, you know. So there's obviously still some skin area. But obviously, condoms are the most, most uh, effective. Um, maybe, maybe not most effective, but it's one of the one of the most popular popular things to use to get a lot of effectiveness, I guess. Now, if you want to be extra cautious, go birth control and condom. That'll you know most likely help, but. Don't just do birth control because I wouldn't even, um, I wouldn't trust a pill. Like some people get cuts. Like I've got, like, I know people that, that I've gotten, I know people that have gotten cuts and like, they get like a pill, like a prescription pill to like heal the wound. So it doesn't get infected, but obviously you still have to wear a bandaid around it. Like that's literally like, Oh, I'm going to do the deed. I'm going to take a pill, AKA the birth control. But obviously, I still need to put a condom on. It's the same thing, you know. It might be infected, but it can still get infected if there's nothing covering it, you know. It's the same thing. Yeah, and what you yeah, and I agree because not everything is perfectly. Because have you ever noticed that? Well, since we're talking about safety and condoms. How come men always have to wear condoms, but women doesn't? Because I've seen that there's condoms that exist for women also. So I just want to know why women don't use that, but we have to. It's like, if we want to, we're being forced to wear something, but they don't. So I wouldn't, um, I would say that's like being unfair, but it's up to them, right? 
Yeah, an interesting interesting thing about the female condom is that it's pre-lubricated and it's a one-size-fits-all. So, like, I know, like, for guys, every size is completely different. But for girls, it's, like, one-size-fits-all, which which is pretty interesting in a way, I guess. Uh, I don't know what that says about all the females in the world. I mean... <laughs> I don't know that. I, I, I just—it's it, just one size. I never knew that was a thing. Yeah, that's Not that you mentioned it, um, JJ. Because if it's one size, then how come there's no one size for men? Are you like you mean like? Yeah. So, so like you can literally like a girls can like have like a sleepover, and then like this one girl has twenty condoms and like obviously fit on every one of the girls. Like it's just like you know. You don't have to like, right. Yeah, it's just like whoop, and that's it. Yeah, it's and yet we have to look, we have to read, look, and find the best for one night. And sometimes I'm just like, don't you like ever like if you like if you gonna have intercourse with your partner, don't you feel the cost is like what happens if you what happens if it rips. Mm-hmm. Weapons have some like it just breaks or gets like gets stuck inside. How you can fix that? So I feel like even if you're going to have protected sex, you should still have the idea of like, like have a plan B of like, what if I what if what if I get this girl pregnant? Am I going to be ready to have a kid? Like, don't have protected sex and not be ready to have a kid. Because what if it doesn't go well and you end up getting the girl pregnant and then you're just like screwed. And that's the problem that I kind of have with teenagers having sex at an early age because some of them want to want to do the deed, but then they do it and they're not ready to have a kid and they expect, oh, we're protected. So we're not going to we're not going to have a, a living child instead of inside of the girl's womb. And they do it a couple weeks later, positive. And they're like, oh, my God, what am I going to do now? I am a 16-year-old boy taking care of a living child when I'm about to be 17 or 18 or 15 or whatever. You know, it's just like it's it's that that's that's the thing that I have. That's like my little pet peeve. It's just like even if you're going to do protected sex, you still need to have an idea of like what happens if it doesn't go well and she ends up being pregnant. What are we going to do? You got to have some, like, future prediction. You got to have some, like, you know, skeptical view of, like, what happens next? You know, what if what if protected sex doesn't go well? We got to have a, a, a backup plan, you know? Yeah, and then now that you mention it, the you mentioned something about plan. So the plan B. So remember the other day we were eating lunch. And oh, yeah. At- and I told you about the plan B and he just looked at me like, what's plan B? And like, you're thinking like, oh, like is plan B like an abortion or something? Like, no, plan B is the, it's the one pill that like, I wouldn't say kills a baby, but stops from, stops the, stops from causing an embryo. Yeah. And I didn't so, know that until you told me that. Yeah. I was like, what's plan B? And then once yeah, he told and... me that, and then once he told me that, I saw like this TikTok about this guy getting this girl pregnant 
they go to the nearest CVS, like their pharmacy, their local pharmacy, and they're looking for Plan Bs because this girl is like almost a week pregnant, and I mean, I think a day pregnant, a week pregnant, a day pregnant, and they're looking for Plan Bs, and they're out of stock, and it's just it's it was kind of funny. I was like, oh wow, that's a funny TikTok, but then I'm like. Poor, poor guy. He's he's screwed. He's like sixteen, I think, and now he's there's no Plan Bs around his local re- residence, and now he's he doesn't know what to do. Right, and have you noticed that a Plan B costs more than two packs of condoms? Because Plan B costs fifty dollars for one small pill on a big box. I mean, that, that's that's crazy. It's like almost almost. As expensive as a pair of vans, because I'm pretty sure like a pair of vans is like fifty four dollars, sixty dollars, maybe. Yeah, and I'm just like, wow, how can this thing be so powerful that it can actually stop a child from well becoming a fetus? And it's just phenomenal because anything can happen, but it's all about time. And the risk, because let's say last night you did it in no protection without the safety, and you just don't find the plan B. Two days later, she's pregnant, and that plan B is just gone. You just wasted fifty dollars, man. Yeah, it's, it's that's not that's a that that's just unfortunate at that point. <laughs> yeah, like man, stuff happens, but yeah, um. Safety, yeah. Um, as us teenagers, we just recommend if you're gonna do the business, just use safety. It's not that hard. Just either way, if you're man enough by yourself, if not, then um, gotta ask your parents. But I wanted to mention so now that I mentioned about parents, let's just ha- let's just say it didn't work out the way you wanted to be, and you're like about to have a kid. Do you think do you think JJ will you rely on your parents? Um who that's a that's a tough question. It, I, it I is a tough question it, because have you have you noticed like some teen moms are not even with their moms because of their their um just rejecting their child. Yeah, they're disappointed. They like want to disown their child that's pregnant and it's it's, it's horrible. Um well let me let me give an example. Let, let's say, let's say I get somebody. Uh, let's say I get someone, somebody pregnant. Like, uh, I guess let's just put my girlfriend in the situation. Was would I go to my parents? Um, probably. You know, honestly, yes, but only to my mom because I feel like she's the only one that would actually be supportive. My dad, not really. He would probably be like, he would probably yell at me. And then be supportive. My mom would just be disappointed and then be supportive. So it's, I feel like, I feel like parents always get mad or disappointed or like whatever feeling they want to feel at that moment. And then they're like, all right, we're going to get through this together. I'm going to help you buy the baby clothes, the diapers, the lotion, like all that stuff, the baby powder, you know. But then there's some other parents that just like, you are not welcome in this household. Get the hell out. And it's like, you just feel, you feel ashamed of yourself. You know, you just feel like you're not worthy anymore. You feel like, oh, now that I lost my virginity, now that I have 
a living child inside of my inside of my girlfriend and just like what am I gonna do what am I gonna do I never I never planned this far and that's the problem that some teenage moms and teenagers that you know getting a child because they did it unprotected or they did it protected but didn't plan out what if it doesn't go well and we do have a baby and then they're just screwed that's that's the problem I have with teenagers doing doing the deed in general because no matter how protected you are no matter no matter what honestly there's always a chance that pregnant you know you could get someone pregnant no matter if you're protected or not there's always that chance of getting getting your the girl pregnant and you got to take that in consideration like a lot before you're you know you're doing it because it's that that little kid you know doesn't deserve a life that's not that's not good because of your selfish mistake and then also and then also you you just it's just not just, just don't do it at such a young age you know just don't do it at such a young age that, that's all i gotta say you know that's all i gotta say yeah and honestly this was a good episode because of safety because yeah. as we went back to the stairs learning if you didn't um listen to that please go it's the first episode um yeah check it out check it out uh, yeah give us, give us it support. was it was 40 like almost 40 minutes which was very interesting that we only planned it out to be 10 to 15 minutes but the conversation worked out really good yeah that we're going that our next episode is going to be about experiences so that's going to be coming out tomorrow hopefully and let's see what happens next and on some other day we're going to be working on the stairs of learning part two like things we witness and stuff but we can't give out more information about it but yeah about going back to um safety just as a teenager just know the risk and if you're that desperate then i don't know what to tell you man just do what you gotta do yeah um just just cover your willy that's all, that's all i gotta tell you <laughs> just cover your willy <laughs> cover the willy man yeah. yeah be a smart billy and cover your billy uh, that's, that's be a smart Billy and cover the willy. Yep, that that's, yep. that's the best advice I can give you. And Pretty much, pokes, yeah. And if it pokes out of your jeans and you're cuddling with your girlfriend in the spoon position and it pecks her in the butt and then it goes inside. Have fun, man. Have fun, but have fun. But like, if protected. that happens, be protected. That's all. that's it. Okay? Be, yeah, that's what we can tell you. Just be protected. But if that happens and it goes in, just go like, whoa. Well, let's just take a few steps back. Yeah. And just go to the bathroom and this and that. But honestly, before we end this podcast, um, I just wanted to say, um, take a, I would say take a shower after doing it because it's been a long day, man. Who oh, yeah. is gonna who, who's gonna have like a like stinky sex, bro? Like I cannot do that. Oh, that's horrible. You gotta wash everything. Like I would just say wash it and Give it a good trim, and definitely probably shave. Definitely yeah, shower if you're going to do oral. Definitely, people. Shower. Yeah, people yeah. say that pineapple juice helps. <laughs> what? Yes, yes. <laughs> now, I heard that pi- if you drink pineapple juice, your 
your um your buddy down there, it gives it a smell that I, I don't know. You just gotta I, I just say just search it up and people say pineapple juice is good. Okay, that's 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 the weirdest thing ever. Well, and trust me, just search it up and you're gonna see that. All right. Well, I, will, I guess I'll do that after this podcast ends. All right. Um, let's just, let's just, let's, take... just let's just end it before it gets to thirty. Yeah, let's just end it because before man, um, I'm Brian. I'm JJ. And thanks for watching. Um, well, watching. Uh, thanks for listening. The simulators. We also changed our our cover because I guess the puppet was not a good thing because we were listening to our. Listeners and they said change the 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 background. We don't we don't want the puppet, so we said okay, we'll just change it. We worked on it and we just have the new one, the stimulators. Oh yeah. Um, I hope you like Honestly, this podcast. I, I like I like the new logo better, to be honest. Yeah, it's, I like it, and I think more, I'm gonna just it's more cool. I, yeah, and I think I'm gonna just keep that as my wallpaper. Yeah. Yeah. Um, thanks oh. for watching. Um, next episode should be out tomorrow. Yep. And this should be published in a couple of minutes. Thanks for listening. All right. Take care, y'all. All right. Peace.